This is The Score Podcast. Welcome again to The Score Podcast, where we always speak to the most innovative groundbreakers in the financial services industry. Making headlines every day is our nation's student loan crisis. According to the Education Data Initiative, the average public university student borrows about $30,000 to obtain a bachelor's degree. Meanwhile, those who attend private universities borrow around $44,000 on average. Debt loads are also disproportionately impacting minority students. With this as a backdrop, how in the world is a student loan provider voted best fintech to work for? I'm Jeff Richardson, host of The Score Podcast. Today, I'm joined by Ken Chung, Vice President of Credit Innovation at Empower Financing, which is a mission-driven fintech company and the leading provider of global education loans that don't require a cosigner. It's the only student lender worldwide that uses a proprietary algorithm to analyze overseas and domestic credit data and the future earning potential to serve high-promise international and DACA students. Ken has an amazing background, having most recently served as chief risk officer at FS Card, and he's previously held senior risk and analytic roles at Ethos Lending, Capital One, and Fannie Mae. He's also a black belt in Taekwondo, so I'll need to tread carefully here. Ken, thanks for joining me on the podcast today. My pleasure. So how is Empower Student Loans different than other lenders, and, and kind of how is the business different? Traditional lending options generally require a cosigner, collateral, and even a credit history. So a student lender that has these requirements is not really evaluating the student directly. They're evaluating the friends and family of the student, right? what assets they can bring to the table to provide support to the loan. So in contrast, Empower will evaluate the student directly. We look at a student's academic, financial, professional, and credit profile to determine this earning potential upon completing the degree. Now, by telling the student that this degree leads to an unsustainable debt situation, we are also providing actionable information. With this information, the student can choose to study somewhere cheaper, or they could study something else that leads to a higher salary. In both cases, the loan payments would be affordable, and we would finance those programs. So the way I see it, Empower's credit algorithm is groundbreaking because this is a value signaling. It helps to guide students to make educational choices that are also sound financial decisions. We make lending decisions based on a student's future potential instead of the current financial situation or their family or social economic status. I hope that other lenders will follow our lead. So when you think about a student's potential, how do you kind of look at that and who are your customers? So our customers primarily are, you know, international students, DACA students, even U.S. students, uh, domestic students that may fall through the cracks of the traditional student lending program, right? These groups um, represent an untapped segment in the student lending space. They are top students, but they cannot access financing due to their socioeconomic standing. They do not have family members or friends who could co-sign a loan or provide collateral for a loan, and that prevents them from completing their higher education to achieve their full professional potential. There was a study by the National Foundation of American Policy, and they found that more than half of unicorn startups, so startups valued at more than a billion dollars in the U.S., the immigrants actually are the founders of more than half of these unicorn startups. So immigrants play an important role, either management or development role, in 71% of these countries if they're not the founders. So on average, they're starting companies at double the rate of Americans, and that makes them a significant source of job creation and economic growth. By removing barriers to financing for the top students, we are bringing entrepreneurial immigrants to the U.S. who will contribute to future economic growth. You know, more than 80% of our customers actually when asked who have reported that without Empower, they wouldn't have been able to finance their education. So I suppose beyond just 
the financing itself. What are the other benefits that Empower provides to its customers? There's also the value signaling that comes from a credit decision process. You know, even for somebody who's declined for a loan, they would be given that information that you know maybe that's not a great financial decision on their part, and they can take action accordingly. We offer a fixed interest rate loan, and this eliminates the stress of worrying about payments increasing. We also, as I mentioned, have no cosigner and no collateral requirements, so borrowers are not putting the assets of their family or friends at risk. One feature of our loan, which may appear to be a burden on borrowers at first, is actually the requirement of a monthly payment during the in-school period, so while they're studying. So at first glance, this may not be as appealing as typical student loans, which are in deferment while they're studying. But private student loans in deferment continue to accrue interest, and that cumulative interest is added to the loan balance upon graduation. In contrast, an empower loan requires interest payments while studying. So there's no interest accumulating and there's nothing added to the loan balance. With the right planning and also taking advantage of interest rate incentives that we provide, a student actually comes out ahead by choosing to make monthly payments in school. But the big benefit here is by having made payments while studying, the student has now established a credit history. Most of our customers who manage the debt well achieve prime credit scores within a year of acquiring an Empower loan. So this is how Empower's loan supports greater financial inclusion. You know, I like to say that a degree is an investment in one's professional success, and the correct financing choice would be an investment in one's financial success. That's an interesting way to put it. And I think what's also interesting is the credit building aspect of the benefits of these loans. But not, not every borrower is going to be successful. So what solutions does Empower Financing have when a borrower is not as successful as the company expected? We have a very unique collection strategy. So, you know, a lot of operations are focused on getting that next payment. You know, how much can you pay? When can you pay? But we want to help borrowers solve their problems long term so that they can actually make all their main payments. So when someone is having trouble, we actually look at the root cause of that problem. We'll also compare the situation to what we thought their potential was going to be. So if, you know, it turns out that we overestimated someone's potential, we would want to work with them to find something affordable within the earning potential that they have today and help them find a long-term solution to that. But if we believe that potential is still there, but there are other barriers in the place, well, we want to help them break down those barriers so that they can succeed also. We offer what we view as a unique program called Path to Success for all our customers for free. And this program, among other things, will offer a very comprehensive career support components. This includes resume review, interview preparation, career coaching, mentoring, so that we can help students and our customers maximize the likelihood of getting that job. We're the only consumer lender I know of that actually helps customers find a job and very gratifying, especially last year when we got a few emails from customers that actually thanked us for helping them in their job search and that they were successful because of it. So interests are aligned. That's important. And probably one of the reasons why Empower Financing was named American Bankers Best Fintech to Work For. Can you tell me and our listeners a little bit more about Empower and, and what you do for the company as Vice President of Credit Innovations? That's, that's not normally a title that you see. Yes, that's one of the attractions of the job, actually. So um, Empower Financing is a public benefit corporation headquartered in Washington, D.C., as well as Bengaluru, India. We serve high potential international, Dhaka, and domestic students. As vice president of credit innovation, I look for ways to continuously improve our credit product. I have responsibility for credit policy, underwriting, and servicing and collections. So my teams are involved from start to finish on our loans. And, you know, on the credit policy front, we want to improve our models to identify more credit worthy customers 
while at the same time keeping losses low. And this will allow us to help more students to achieve their educational dreams. In the underwriting side, we aim to simplify and streamline the loan processes so that students can spend more time planning for their academic success rather than figuring out how to finance their education. And then on the servicing and collections team, we look for ways to achieve better outcomes compared to other lenders for that same customer. So in doing so, we're able to serve more customers than what our competitors can while maintaining strong credit performance. So let's end it there. Thank you, Ken, for your time and insights today. My pleasure. Thank you, Jeff. Over 43 million of us have student loans, myself included. And we all believe that education can be a great equalizer. But how student loan debt is impacting consumers isn't exactly equal at all. Indeed, new data published from the Center for Responsible Lending notes that nearly 75% of black borrowers and 63% of Latino borrowers have seen their student loan balances grow rather than shrink. And that's compared to 51% of white borrowers. But reforms do seem to be on the way. And as reforms take shape, we're sure to have more insightful conversations like this one. Thanks for listening to The Score, and I look forward to our next discussion. The views and opinions expressed in this episode do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of VantageScore Solutions. Visit VantageScore.com to learn more.